0: cheers for tuning in to another episode of the here's the crack podcast if you haven't already subscribe to our spotify and open music and leave a five star review
1: and if you're watching on youtube be sure to subscribe and like the video <laughs> what
2: would
0: be like what's your favorite christmas songs
2: um yeah so it probably would be mariah basic ads or Fairy cool of
0: new york yeah. you know if you're in like it. I'm, so I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go good. with Justin Bieber. <laughs> 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 I think a sex song.
2: People are really quick to send a big long message and say yeah. I love my girlfriend so much. They're happy for me to read it out and me to say to my girlfriends, bella. I love you so much. Like You yeah. have the most beautiful eyes. But then oh when I'm like, God. can I ring you or can you send me a voice? note? there's no absolutely
3: Here's the crack. 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 Welcome back. I'm talking shit. And I'm drinking wine. Like and subscribe. Here's the crack. How's it going people? Welcome back to another episode of the Here's the Crack podcast episode 54. I think it's 54. It is is is. 54. We're joined today by Victoria from Q Radio, someone who has more experience with a mic than us. So this should hopefully go very well. Thank you very much for coming on.
2: Thank you very much for having me. It's a gig. I'm sat here scared to move, as you told me before, yeah. in case as <laughs> well you yeah. <laughs> on, on
3: the microphone. For anybody who doesn't know, I uh, told Victoria if she moves during this podcast or taps the table that she's never going to come back again. <laughs> never. You? And you I impact. will be contacting her management from Q Radio to say she's not good enough. Did you just scratch your beard there? Did I? After giving <laughs> off the i <laughs> not <name>? oh. <laughs> have a beard. But you want to go get straight into we start question.
0: off with a question, so just a bit of an icebreaker. So obviously you're a DJ on radio. So like, if you were to start a party, say you were like DJing at a house party, you know, what would be like three songs you'd pick just to get the crowd going? <laughs> oh, this is where my mind
2: goes blank.
0: <laughs> this happens all the time, and I was like,
2: "Am oh. I allowed to play Taylor Swift's greatest hits?" Play whatever you want. Gonna <laughs> be about a bit of love story. And then, to start
0: off love story by taylor swift
2: yes first song and then it would go for something really cheesy would do some s club reach for the stars this oh, is right. like There's, me and my friends at this yeah, party yeah. it's probably not your i can just star. think of my girlfriend would um, be sitting
0: here being like yes <laughs>
2: me and your girlfriend would get on well and then be better like mariah all i want for christmas even if it is july yeah, or june because yeah. i was in london oh, no. over the week um over the weekend <laughs> over the summer and they played it in a club because they'd obviously missed the club scene at christmas and the place was going wild yeah.
1: So, yeah what do you what do you think about that like i know it's such a big thing at this time of year people playing christmas songs on the radio mm-hmm. when do you think it's okay to start playing them?
2: i posted a TikTok like a month ago which was what yeah this September and I was saying if I could play them in September I would really? Christmas year-round although yeah that I'm sure that would give some people the yeah
1: <laughs> I feel like it's the thing whenever you're in, sitting in work listening to the radio it's like whenever you hear the first Christmas song of the year you're like oh fuck's sake it's you're coming it's coming
2: bit of a screeching mm-hmm. Well I do like it coming
1: into he December like I'm all for it like but he, he says
0: he likes Halloween, Halloween I and mean. Christmas was
3: Halloween, was like yeah everything. he came out with that statement the other week and we were like what what's wrong with you? to be fair i was in a big news there's a new parallel station opening up in cully Baggy, and um i was in it like two months ago when it opened big thing it's like the newest thing to come into cully Baggy in a while so everybody was in it like getting to know it. there was selection boxes in it now this was like start of october yeah and then i kind of thought to myself you know what like i'm all for christmas and the vibes that comes with christmas but mm mariah carey in july i'm
2: not loving the energy and the <laughs> 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 really what, what, what would be
3: like what's your favorite christmas songs though?
2: um
0: go, we can go around the table as well no
2: oh i love this um yeah so it probably would be mariah basic ads or fairy tale of new york yeah. you know not uh, you're in like a wee That's
1: Yeah. what about you shah yeah fairy tale of new york you know it's christmas when you hear that though.
0: I think I'm gonna, gonna go with Justin Beamer Messelball.
2: <laughs> 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 I got a
3: sex song. Like. I'm just saying. Like. It is good, yeah. Fairy in New you York's
0: obviously a classic, like, yeah. but you know, you can't, everyone can't just pick the same
3: song. What I about see. you? Uh, Dominic the Donkey. What? What? <laughs> Do you know that song, no? Is that the, um, The clickety-click. Uh, oh, oh, no. Is that, yeah, you, you know I, you, would,
0: you would sit in the car and be like, you know what I want to listen to right now? Dominic the Donkey? That's going to be No, but, like, psyched. I think it
3: would It would be in my head. All day. Like, it's one of them... I always think Christmas songs are one of them things that, like, once you hear them, you're going to be singing it for, like, the day. Dominic the Donkey really just stands out to me, you know?
0: thought you would have been I like a Michael Bublé man to be honest I do like Bublé like. <laughs> His royalties
2: must be
0: mad every year Like you just uh, yeah, lifts uh, yeah. off, off yeah. yeah, that I love the way like he makes a joke out of it as well He's like when it comes to Christmas time seeing him like making TikToks and all recently He's like when Christmas comes around the corner And it's just him popping up
3: like stuff the Michael Bublé yeah. I seen him do a TikTok there the other day, you probably know this because you're very into your TikToking and all this here. Oh, yes. um, he done one, it was uh, Ryan Reynolds was doing the whole, um, I could be brown, I could be blue, <laughs> yes. yeah. and he reacted to it and I was like, he's singing and he's gorgeous, I- leave the singing to me Ryan, I'm the boobly man <laughs> and all this here. I was like, you know what, you're a good crack Michael, fair enough. But we'll get into the podcast anyway. Um, how does it feel going from meeting B list celebrities to now A list celebrities today? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: sorry. Absolutely thriving. Best life two days ago, here's the crap today. You oh know, i have peaked in life, that's me. Nice. Uh,
3: that's what I was going to say to you whenever I never answered the door to you. I was like, no, don't freak out because I know found out you met Westlife <laughs> yesterday and you can't compare the two, you know?
2: Is it awful I was more buzzing on the way down the road for this? Because my stress, I was overtaken with stress at the thought of meeting Westlife. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. But then when I was in front of them, it was grand. But you know when the thought of something it can turn into a big thing in your head.
3: So explain what happened then yesterday.
2: I mean, so it was Friday so I had got a phone call on Thursday um, from our boss and he'd said, look and I mean, I'm relatively new from this industry so I don't know how these things work and he said, look there's going to be a big announcement to do with the world of music like down south that's in the Aviva Stadium Um, can you be at the Europa Bus Centre for 7am we're going to send you down for a press conference and a one-on-one with this artist so of course my question was like, yeah, who is that? I said, can't tell you we don't know what? so obviously me being over prepped for everything in my life I'm thinking well do you know Cardi, I go down and interview someone yeah. and I don't but even did know who they it know?
1: Is. did they know or
2: no because there was other radio stations on the bus too and oh. I was like they're bound to know but everyone is this whole speculation yeah. there was people thinking it was going to be Adele and they were we that disappointed when it wasn't but no. I was all busy that it was worse Life.
3: So there was a few radio stations on the bus mm-hmm. who sat at the back of the bus. Used to call kids Me definitely. Did you? Yeah. So that's
2: because I was there fifteen minutes early because I was stressed <laughs> to the max and didn't want to be late.
3: How does that go then for like all the radio stations in Northern Ireland? Like so if your you're all like on, but like these have this wee like unspoken off rivalry? Like whenever you see someone from like FM are you just like, Yo
2: well, that he's was, better. That was my <laughs> first time kind of even going to an event because of covid um i still get just a wee bit starstruck and excited by everyone so it's more yeah. I'm like there's so because w- when i first went into q i was like there's so-and-so from q and now i'm like they're so-and-so from cool <laughs> 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 yeah. so um but yeah they didn't have a clue going down the road either so yeah. it how, was all very random when you
0: were doing the questions and stuff like how did that go like well, did you know how much in advance or was it just right i'm just Wanging so this
2: we walked into this press conference, and there was rumours going around that it could have been Westlife. And then when it was the there was four seats and these microphones set up, and everyone's like, "Yeah, pretty certain that it's Westlife," mm-hmm. um, at this stage. And then there was a press conference, so it was kind of about how they were going to be um doing a massive uh show at the Aviva Stadium. So that was all okay, and you kind of could sit there and learn like what the whole thing was about and then everyone got a five minutes one-on-one with different members from Westlife afterwards so I mean if I hadn't known the day before I would have thought of some really interesting questions but it was yeah. kind of off the top of your head so like you'd uh, you had asked me before about did I have any pre-show rituals that yeah. was literally what I asked Nikki from Westlife because yeah. I couldn't think of anything <laughs> more interesting
0: and you you saying you like got like just a quick slot with him and then it's like right go Nick yeah thing.
2: I mean I turned round and there he was absolutely just blowing and I was flustered trying to set up microphones <laughs> and all this um, and then as I mean I said oh Nikki, thank you very much and as soon as the words were out of my mouth their manager was there I was like right like thank you very much on to the next one so if something went wrong I mean like that was it yeah. and because I'd never done anything like that either I don't know what i was expecting really but it was lovely and they were so nice but you could tell they've been doing it for 20 years because they were all so chilled and i was there like you know when you're trying to smile too and your smile actually starts to hurt when you're like smiling and nodding when someone's talking but yeah it was brilliant crack such a good day
3: did you know like did was it just you like was it just you from q like or was there like a few people from your or were you just the chosen one?
2: makes me feel very special (laughs) no so it was actually initially nearly going to be me because they couldn't get anyone that was free that day and so they ended up sending our um social media uh girl bridget down with me as well thank goodness because could you imagine me trying to set up the mics and a camera and everything by myself um, but she was don't... there too and she's from Australia actually so Westlife weren't
3: yeah. a big
2: thing so yeah. I was there fangirling in the corner and it would I wouldn't fangirl over many celebs but Westlife did make me excited and she was just there like couldn't even you know yeah. say
3: who's who imagine though like you were a radio presenter and like you were like someone said to you like oh are you free on saturday like no couldn't be bothered i want to lie in bed and sit and do nothing and then There's it's wrestling. like well <laughs> tough tough titty you've missed out on like wet like west side for whatever but that would be mad like imagine you like imagine someone who like give that up i know like one of the other presenters that give that up and was like no i'm not the, really that bothered i like, want to have a wee lie in and you were like yeah and then it's like victoria doing Westlife
2: I know because the other me- um, presenters were messaging and they were like I love you but I hate you right now because yeah, they yeah. had had Westlife on for interview but it was over Zoom and it's not the same like you guys had even said about doing Zoom interviews and stuff it's mm. just it's not the same isn't no, it no not? it's not it's on the show, huh? no
0: but um who, who else would you like them to interview like if you could like pick anyone out of like music and stuff like is there one person you'd like oh I hope one day I get them to be them I
2: mean if you follow me on TikTok you probably know that I'm just obsessed with Taylor Swift yeah. which is the most basic I'm sorry I can't say anything more interesting like I know that's so <laughs> basic to come out with but yeah I'm not even great or that interested in celebrities but I would I would die to interview Taylor Swift and I wouldn't even talk about music I would just say you know I feel like we'd be really good mates yeah, you know just and please be my friend <real> very refreshing interview experience because I'd say like Taylor let's yeah. just strip it back and be casual me and you and you know <laughs> and then she might ask for my number afterwards and say that girl from Q Radio is really lovely who knows that's that's
3: <laughs> the thing though with Taylor Swift I was introduced to this whole thing the other day I where you
0: going to say you were introduced to Taylor yeah. Swift no I heard. no me and, uh, me and Taylor
3: go way back <laughs> it's fine. she's wrote uh, songs about Ross yeah exactly um no, I, we, we obviously had Tiernan Heffron on the podcast, mm. like the last podcast. And he obviously he met uh, Tiernan, Tiernan met Tiernan. Tiernan met Taylor and played uh, music and stuff for her. But um, my girlfriend, her sister is like a Taylor Swift fanatic. I mean, like we'll have a 20 minute conversation with you about Taylor Swift, even though you're not interested in Taylor Swift, and like going into like, to the well. albums and everything. But um, we were sitting the other night on the sofa, and I was she was like, "How did how did it go with Tiernan?" Like, and she was wanting me to ask Tiernan all these questions about like what drink she was having and like what she smelt like and all this here. And I was like, "There's a cut off here, Danielle, as to what I can ask." But um, she was saying, "Oh, your podcast appeared on this uh, Tier, Taylor Swift fan forum," and I said, like, "Right." She introduced me to it. Holy moly, that place is Like they're properly talking about her and breaking down. Like there was people on it that was like, "I hate Tiernan because he liked to tweet." about, like, some anti Taylor tweet. But then it was like, oh, no, he accidentally liked the tweet. And then he, like, they went through and broke down our podcast. Like, he said that he met her partner. Mm-hmm. And someone was like, her partner, OMG, that's so gorgeous and all this here. And I say, like, you're <laughs> talking about her as if you're, like, best <laughs> mates. Either. That sounds like a
2: Taylor Swift fan. though. Oh, he's so gorgeous. But, like,
3: like, she was like, oh, t- good. Like, search the name on Twitter. I searched the name on Twitter. And there's, like, 15 of the same forums that come up. And it's just all... It's like mad. they they're based in columbus this one was based in columbus found our podcast <laughs> 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 and i was just sitting looking through it through, through twitter going like that's i bef- like that's, that's mad like. So, like so wh- where did this fan like did this was this always been there, or
2: yeah, I think it's just because I grew up with her music. Because I'm not, I'm just like even interviewing Westlife. I was more stressed about something going wrong with technology than actually meeting yeah. them. Um, but yeah, like I mean, I've loved her from I was about eleven, so it's kind of just growing up. And then as well with TikTok too. Like when I was about mm, sixteen, were any of yous on Tumblr? There was like the whole like Taylor Swift yeah. side of Tumblr. Mm-hmm. So then you fall into that, and it like increases how much of a fan you are. And then kind of grow up get on with your life but then tiktok is so specific so half of my for you page is taylor swift stuff and it's reinforcing the obsession again yeah. Like you know do mm. you find you're re obsessed with random things because the tiktok for you page is pushing it yeah. up? yeah
3: and it also knows when you're in different countries and stuff because mm. whenever we were in scotland that time it pushed me all this like scottish stuff so I think it just knows, TikTok knows, like, do you it know knows what I mean? everything,
0: yeah. Do you not know, be, like, hunting around Belfast with Taylor Swift because she's, like, got here with her boyfriend at the moment? I
2: wouldn't want her to think I'm a fan because me and her are going to be friends, you
3: know? <laughs> <laughs> Taylor, if you see this.
2: Taylor, like, which camera am I looking at? <laughs> Please. She does these things called the secret sessions, though, too, where yeah. she'll invite fans to come and pre-listen to her albums. I'm not coming across well. I swear I'm not weird. I'm coming across weird in this podcast. Let's move along from Taylor. No, no fair enough,
0: fair enough. <laughs> we'll, we'll go on to then how you got into the Q Radio. So I think me and Chad were saying to you before we were listening or watching your YouTube video on like your Q and A. And what was it you were you saying? Had about?
1: mentioned that you send off demo. You were making a demo. Yes. But as we were speaking earlier, what did, what what's involved in making a demo? What sort of put into that,
2: yeah. Well, my demos have definitely got better as the years have went on. But essentially, it's just a recording that you do where you pretend you're already on the radio, okay. um, and then you, you send it to different stations or whatever. Um, and then you know, station managers can listen to it and say, Oh, we could, does this person have potential, or like, could they slot in? Um, but even i think i said it in the radio um in the youtube video as well the Mm -hmm. demos help but like you see getting the actual experience and like the, the work experience and making connections and stuff it makes such a difference. Like I think I said in that YouTube video, to get my foot in the door at Q, I met Eabsse. He was DJing a wedding, and then I just went over and was like, "Hello." I would love, I would absolutely love to get into radio. So I went in and did work experience at Q um, through him, and then it was like six months later they remembered me, and um, there was that show had came up, and they'd said, "Oh, do you fancy submitting a demo for it? And we'll see if you're a good fit." So.
0: And what was your what was in your demo? Oh, like, do you know? What, like, talk us <laughs>
2: Going over on the a tangent there, so people do them all differently. Um, I literally made my demo as though I was already a presenter on Q Radio, yeah, which I know a lot of people don't do, but I mean, I was there like, and it's Victoria Quinn because I knew it was the late show that was going, you know, if I was yeah. going to be on a show, I knew that was going to be the one that it was. So I was like, it's Q Radio late with Victoria, like, how are you? Oh, one. yeah, um, <laughs> I was told I need to slow down my pace of speaking because I get a wee bit excited, and sometimes it doesn't match all the love songs on late at night. Um, but yeah, and I was. <laughs> <laughs> the love
3: song,
2: what? Oh, if he's not, oh yeah, so my show, I do a thing called Lovers Around Eleven, so it's like right. everyone sends in their love song request. So I, listen,
3: listen, <laughs> don't laugh. <laughs> I,
2: I, I Victoria, keep the donation going. <laughs> 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 that, the drama in that are, like you hear about the breakups and the biz and the engagements and all, it's fabulous. What's
0: well, like one of the modest stories you've heard? Like.
2: Um, There was someone in the gym with another girl because they'd been cheated on by the same man and then they became friends so they were just at the gym afterwards and then a couple of weeks ago we had um a couple had just had a baby but they had been like i mean they'd met texted me from the hospital and sent me pictures and stuff but they'd been told the whole way through the pregnancy the baby was going to be a boy and it came out and it was a girl you know and i'm like i am getting to be a part of this child's first 12 hours of life that was supposed to be a boy and came out as a girl or vice versa so uh you get get it all.
1: Well, <laughs> I'd say you're amazed at some of the things that people had you. Obviously yeah. Obviously, you're probably not like wear all of it like but
2: yeah you, you could definitely can't stories. air all of it <laughs> some of the calls you get as well at that time of the night like so many people <laughs> ring you blocked and then other sense. presenters say they're just like just hang up like you know yeah. they're not even going to remember because they're blocked but I feel so rude so I'm yeah. like I'm, so I need to go I really do and they're like Victoria like stay on the phone no no I really need to go here um, but no it's it's a gag so I don't need to be an at Lovers at 11 thank you very much <laughs>
3: <laughs> I've never tuned in to Lovers at 11 <laughs> <laughs> at least you're honest like, I'll got, do you a uh, shout I'm out not, tomorrow I'm night I'm not to gonna lie but <laughs> this one's for us <laughs> this one's for us <laughs> the smooth the operator donkey, donkey smooth song. operator <laughs> yeah. like the donkey song holy moly that would that would kill a lot of vibes at 11 o'clock at night mm. on lovers at Q it's or so whatever nice.
2: trust me you get it all you really so do. are
3: you technically the Cupid <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I was holding that oh. one in for a while
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have been at that
0: um, can't I can't have done I there
3: if oh this God. is now a new thing at q radio i won the royalties for it
2: that is a gig two years and i've never heard anything as cheesy if if it catches on i will absolutely send the royalties your way
3: thanks q radio you're welcome you're welcome but um before like radio what what was it you done
2: so i did journalism at uni and then i got a job at ulster Tatler, so i was at uni over in england but i mean i couldn't wait to get home by the time I was like finished um, being in England so yeah I was at Ulster Tatler for about a year and then I took what I call my quarter life crisis and I just quit that and went to travel Asia with my boyfriend Um, and then whenever I got back I was just like doing work experience flat out in different radio stations and I am so lucky that Q came up literally a couple of months after I did get home because I don't really, you know, there's not many media jobs in Northern Ireland either and Ulster Tatler like it was, it was quite, you know, it was quite aligned with where I wanted to go eventually, which was radio, it was good for networking and things like that and I just gave it up and I'm really lucky that I did get into Q when I did.
0: And would you you say you have to do like sort of like journalism and stuff to get into radio or does it really matter?
2: Absolutely not, people ask me that all the time and I actually, um, like even on the way down to that Westlife thing yesterday I met a guy on the bus and he had done uni for a couple of years and then he dropped out and the experience that he got was just like contacting radio stations and again doing what I did, being that annoying person and saying look could I come in for work experience, is there anything that I can even work for free to make myself useful? and um make connections a lot of my degree it was um you know like media law or political stuff and i don't use any of it Spora. i talk about what i talk about what was it the cupid on lovers around 11 yeah. all the all the love songs <laughs> so it doesn't really align with the journalism see, laughed at, all. at the
3: start, but now it's starting to stick you see <laughs> joke's on you
2: Mm-hmm. I'll send you your first royalty uh, check next week I will listen <laughs> to
3: this when are you next on? Monday night Monday night <laughs> send you a new message and all
2: oh, <laughs> I'll get you to send me a voice No, you'll need to lower the tone of voice would you play on that?
1: On the-
2: do you know uh, my boss always says he says Victoria we really want to make this like a people-based shows who try to get voice notes, ask people yeah. for voice But people are really quick to send a big long message and say, yeah. I love my girlfriend so much. <laughs> They're happy for me to read it out and me to say to the girlfriends, I love you so much. Like yeah. you have the most beautiful eyes. But then when <laughs> oh I'm like, God. can I ring you? Or can you send me a voice note? They're like, no, absolutely not.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what, the people send you voice notes to say that?
2: Well, I it so, sounds better if I could play out a voice note of them saying it. So then it, I can play it directly to their girlfriend. But most of the time they'll text it and they just want me to read this soppy a message to their girlfriend
3: absolutely not yeah that would not be my vibe no we'll get a voice note sent in to you sometime
2: please do
3: we, we can't is... do it now we'll do it when you're least expecting it like two years <laughs> or something from now we'll no. just send in a voice note remember us I'll get the
2: giggles you need to give me some more. And see when you do go to take the giggles on air and it doesn't happen much but it's the worst thing
3: like yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what so like your first show on like you were saying you obviously done the the demo tapes and stuff and like mm then you go into the real thing. Like what was the real thing like in terms of like whenever they said, right, you're live and then you're like, right, I'm I'm live to the nation. Were you you like, oh no. This
2: is such a full circle moment because it was exactly two years ago today.
3: So it was
2: Halloween night. Live
0: to the nation again.
2: (laughs) Exactly two years ago. um, I had been, honestly, I think I only trained for like a week and then I came in um, whatever day it was and our boss at the time said, yeah, you're going live tonight. So you don't even know. And that's happened to a lot of radio presenters that I've spoken to. Yeah. Um, You don't get a whole lot of notice at all. And then he asked um, Connor that does the show before me to sit in just in case something went wrong. And I was live obviously to all these like thousands of people listening at home but it was trying to present and Connor sat in the corner of the studio that really I I couldn't, I put him out of the studio but I was like can you stand on the other side of the door just in case something goes wrong and I need you to come in and push the buttons but I I couldn't like physically have him there and I still hate there being people in the studio even now. Yeah, Mm. weird.
1: Have you ever had any like major malfunctions happen when you've been on her? Yes.
2: One time, the um, music stopped working, so I was just chatting nonsense while I was trying to like put up the emergency music. Yeah, the emergency Emergency music wouldn't load. And some presenters more skilled than me could probably, well, they can. they'll just chat nonsense for like the one minute straight that it takes to fix the emergency music and all. like i I couldn't. So I was like, do you know what it is? This just is completely broken. And I just went silent when I was like, top. <laughs> trying to like reboot the system so yeah that was what, stressful what
3: is like the emergency music is it
2: oh like this is We're the thing carry. it needs opt- like i mean more like pop party like what pop party number are we on now like 100 or
3: something okay so it's like, like pop party 60 that, from like five years ago yeah. or
2: something um yeah literally you get you get your
3: hands on the emergency music it just starts playing taylor swift taylor swift love story how did that get there
0: But then, like, what, like, what's so? When you go into work, like, and you're on the radio and stuff, like, how much is there to like behind the scenes? Because I think a lot of people would probably just think, oh, you just show up and have a chat and like press a few buttons. Like, how much is there to it?
2: Well that's I, I was quite naive. I thought it would be a very lovely wee easy job even before I got into yeah. it. and it is like it's the most fun job ever and it's definitely not as stressful or full on as other jobs out there. Um but you know what you see especially when there's not a lot happening in the world to try to fill 3 hours and make not just say that was this song let's play this song to try to actually make it interesting it's, yeah, there's more prep that would go into it than you'd think even if you're playing like a random song instead of just saying the name of it, you know, trying to find like a random fact about like the artist or the song that's linked or whatever and even editing phone calls and things like that. Um, that's so all
0: left up to you, like, there's no like team mm-hmm. there helping you, or
2: yeah, like the bigger stations, or like even so, Declan on Breakfast he has Yaz <laughs> who kind of produces and she does the editing yeah. and stuff on the side as well. But yeah, like the smaller shows are the ones later at night, it's just kind of ju- just me.
3: Are you just <laughs> like on your own, then, like, if, if things did go wrong, or you just like sitting there, like, oh, there's no one in the background to come in and be like right move out my way. I know what I'm doing here
2: yeah no and then I have to if it does go really wrong ring the boss which anyone has to ring the boss if something goes wrong but because my show was half 12 at night like it's not that annoying having to ring the boss at six o'clock in the yeah. evening but can you imagine me like I have had to waken him before and say I'm so, I'm so sorry like I'm um, one time um the full desk literally broke actually you asked me about technical malfunctions that was definitely a bigger story i should have told you that thank god another guy that does a weekend show he walked in just as it happened i mean he had to like lift like the whole desk up and then he was lying on his back underneath it like a car mechanic trying to fix it i was like if he wasn't there Absolutely, our boss would have had to drive down the motorway at half twelve at night and to come rescue wild. me. You're still on yeah, on I was going like into the other studio and sending links through because I couldn't physically do it from the main studio. So
3: oh, my uh, Lord, that would stress just, me out. No. <laughs> oh, it's so stre- and hilarious. I'm a stressor
2: anyway. Yeah, <laughs>
3: <laughs> Like, just you know what I'm like here. Well, I was
2: gonna say, like, have you had any technical issues? Because I'm looking at then this setup di- in front different. of us.
3: It's different. It's so much different. Don't get it. You've Victoria, got it. So much got started. <laughs> This isn't live live so like if we turn around and listen to this afterwards it's like all oh, right crap that happened we're not you know but we're not sending it out do you know what i mean mm-hmm. like if we turn around and something really badly went wrong it would just be a case of like right well, we're gonna scrap that we probably have to cut the worst thing we would have to do is contact you and say sorry we wasted an hour and 40 minutes of your time but can you come back on again some other time whereas like you're live so yeah, like no. I stress and it's not live. I would be running around like a headless chicken
0: you're I would be phoning the
3: manager diary. left right and centre I'd be like <laughs> listen mate you're going to have to just pitch a tent in the corner here the ground." Yeah, but then I think you get used to it over time
2: yeah like my th- see to be honest if I say something stupid and embarrass myself that wouldn't even annoy me that much it's more if I was doing something like this and then it didn't record and then I had to ring you guys and say oh like can you come back and give me another two hours and yeah. I would like I wouldn't mind if you did that to me but I would hate doing that to someone else yeah. do you know what yeah. i mean like i don't really mind being embarrassed on air but the thought of inconvenience in someone else yeah. you know yeah. it's it's strange yeah
3: I, th- I think the thing with this year is the more it goes on the more you go you, the more you do this and the more it grows the more you feel like you have to keep making it better mm. so like there's always that stress in the back of your head where like if there's like you know someone's tapping the table it's like oh, right that's like the we're looking back on a year ago and there wasn't a lot of people listening and now there is it's like right what are they going to what are they yeah. gonna think of us yeah. out there getting the eggs piled at you in the middle of Belfast and all like you're crap <laughs> we actually
1: had someone joke my... we were walking in here and someone's yeah. like hand out the window
3: Podcast yes, <laughs> did you not have such a main character
2: moment where he's <laughs> yes. not thinking wow again
3: she was <laughs> just like oh yeah. you know me it's
2: strange though when that happens isn't it like i mean yeah. it's barely yeah. had i sound like a celeb no what's happened to me maybe like four times or something but it is like so strange because even when you post on social media or post on your podcast i think y- you kind of forget like how many people are actually seeing that content yeah and then yeah. people make an assumption literally just based on what, what they say, say. shake carries around a
3: sharpie with him full time now to sign As autographs <laughs> <laughs> i've not designed an autograph yet like,
0: yeah. what do you call your bay? uh you've done day watch and all Awesome. Yeah, apparently he goes around with like signed photos of himself <laughs> <and> in <his husband laughs> like the mountains. Like- when he was on un- Britain's Got Talent, I think it was like David Walliams or something, or Michael like, Wall- McIntyre was saying he was like, yeah, like people just used, used to just walk around on the mountain. People were just like, who is this guy? Like, like younger people, obviously. Oh. But um, like what other misconceptions is there with radio? Because like. I've heard before that, like, everyone thinks, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but everyone thinks it's like you picking the song, but, like, you don't really get as much control as people think about yeah, picking like, the songs.
2: No, a lot of the. So you have things like Lovers Around 11, um, which. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: you really pushing this here <laughs> <laughs> no
2: so that is all like the listeners send me their requests and so, yeah. I'm literally just here to plug Q and plug <laughs> my show like that's the only re- yeah. no, um, so the listeners do choose all that but you see like a lot of the other stuff it's already preloaded like it's yeah. in the library and then you know if like a listener messages and says yeah do you, like can I have that song you know you will put a couple of songs that people have requested in per hour but if it was just the DJs doing it I mean I would have my whole show would be like Taylor Swift and Ed Sheeran, and there would just absolutely be no variety. There's songs
3: that you can groove <laughs> yeah. to.
2: Yeah. yeah, exactly. Mariah Carey. You're in, just really putting in more night
3: than anybody else's. Like <laughs> another another thing I kind of want to ask about radio, it's always kind of made me inquisitive. Is you say you have a show from ten, 10 to one? Yeah. It's the same thing with like obviously like Cool FM ones. They have a show from like five in the morning to ten like for me I'm looking at that going as three hours like what do you do the re- like what do you do to like make up your 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 ding the rest of the day like do you just get paid for them three hours or
2: yeah TikTok it started to become a bit of a thing <laughs> yeah. yeah so no you do you get um. you get well paid for the hours that you do but because mm. There's not many hours, if you know what I mean. It's yeah. like then a lot of people, you know, that's why they do like DJs or wedding or social media on the side. Um, But yeah, I was really, whenever I did first get my job at Q, I mean, I would be so excited and wide awake at one in the morning when I finished my show. And then I wouldn't fall asleep until four or five because I was so wound up. And then I'd be sleeping until 12 or one. And I just didn't know, do you know, like how to put in my days. Yeah. Um, But yeah, now like kind of you know as we said earlier about the wee apartments and stuff on the go like airbnb so got that going and then um trying to build up social media and stuff but yeah and it's strange too because then when people are like what do you do all day i'm like what what do i do but if
3: it's not if it's not it's not like sort of evasive question like if that stuff didn't work out let's just say you were just solely reliant like would it be like the type where you could be like, right, I can't like, afford a house or something with this money or is it the type of stuff where you'd be like, right, I need I need something else to kind of bring that?
2: I suppose it, it's a case of living within your means, I suppose, like if, yeah. if, like if it didn't have anything else, I probably could just live off radio, but it wouldn't be, you know, like the things that I want to be doing kind of Fair, too, like yeah. I need to supplement the income kind of, um, but yeah it's it's mad though like you know only working three or four hours a day technically yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: and w- would you want to get into like suppose like djing and nightclubs running or would you want to do more like events like you know because yeah. a lot of djs like do like sort of like what like you know what do you call them stephen clements i remember like back years, a few years ago he done like the Oktoberfest and things mm. like that and stuff like would you want to do more stuff like that Do
2: you know what I think it would be lovely to see particularly like female DJs doing more stuff like that yeah. but for me just absolutely not. No. <laughs> no? do you know I even in terms of nights out and loud music and stuff I don't really like that anyway yeah. um, and my technical abilities you know the way they're doing all their mixes and yeah. their I absolutely do not have <laughs> <laughs> ability and stuff Um, I would really love to kind of like build up the TikTok and the social media because it gives you a lot more freedom you know you can yeah, kind of be yeah. your own boss with stuff like that so
0: and what sort of opportunities would you want to come from the TikTok and stuff? like?
2: I do a lot yeah. of like book content on my social media and stuff and even we things have came out of it so far like penguin contacted me a couple of months ago and it was a brand deal and it was um like reading how sad some of their books are which sounds stupid and then it attracted the type of audience that was similar to me so you know if i just had consistent stuff Coming in that was aligned with the things that I'm interested in, I'd love that. Yeah. It's good to
0: have a niche as well. Like mm-hmm. you don't, don't you
2: need a niche, yeah. definitely. Like you're, you know, you have all your your Northern Ireland stuff yeah. going on. Um, and even whenever I was doing Northern Ireland based things on my TikTok, like food places or like date days in Northern Ireland, all of those things were doing really well. Yeah, you know? well, we
0: had Gary on, like he does, like the Northern Ireland food places. Like yes, TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So he found his niche. Like so, I suppose I got the thing as well. Mm-hmm. It's like you're on you says he always says like you either need to find a niche and like proper role with that or you just yeah. need to be like really consistent and post so much content to stand then out
1: like it can be tough too because you don't want to define yourself by the niche and yeah. not be able
3: to grow any further than that yeah yeah so like, it's finding the balance as well i find yourself 100 percent. like it got to the stage where this was kind of like we were doing the podcast and then we were trying to like do other stuff like the youtube and all like all this stuff and now we're like we're gonna start doing the videos like the vlogs and stuff like we're on like number four they've got A few in the bank and all as Mm -hmm. well, so it's like it's good to kind of expand. But like, is TikTok like if like I always ask this question: If TikTok in the morning, if TikTok wasn't available anymore or just completely went away, what would then be your? What would you do? Like, what would you be like? Right, I'm gonna go on another social media
2: or. Hmm. Um. Yeah. If I love TikTok because it's video content and you can Hmm. convey convey a lot of personality through it. You see Instagram. Melts me, absolutely. Yeah. Like I hate taking pictures, and I hate that it's just so. You know, you can't represent a full image like just through a picture. Um. So if TikTok wasn't there, to be honest, like I'd probably. I don't know, going to like properties or put my time into you know things like that full time. Aside from doing the radio stuff, because TikTok's really the only platform I like. To be yeah. honest
0: with you, yeah. I love how raw TikTok is. I think mm. Instagram's just become so like filtered and like. It really has. Ed Sheeran was talking about it there, and he was just like, "I literally just use Instagram to like promote things." He's like, "People don't realize that Instagram is literally just the promotional tool," and like yeah. it's so right, Like you look at it now, and it's just like. You have your mates on it, and then it's just influencers or businesses or like. Where's TikTok's involved in this new
3: thing that Facebook's doing?
0: Metaverse.
3: Yeah, I've
2: heard about it, but what actually is it?
0: It's just like they're rebranding, and then they're like sort of don't want to be defined by just like a social media thing. And like Mark Zuckerberg is basically doing like this whole like it's meant to be like a what do you call it like vr sort of because they own oculus which is like a v i think it's oculus yeah vr like virtual reality so he wants to do like his virtual reality world and but like he's going on as if he's invented it and that's what people <laughs> are sort of cracking up about it it's like this has been around for ages and, yeah. like
3: he's just sort of like <laughs> so yeah. is it essentially where you can stick these headsets and gl- goggles on and go into like another world yeah it's well, like
0: you were saying a couple of weeks ago about like the virtual, the virtual office office it's literally like oh, it's have you seen that like a no. world. right
3: so you work obviously you work for q radio imagine the pandemic came and q said to you right you're going to meet you're going to meet up with me today for a meeting Mm -hmm. you're like right and they said in in virtual reality form so you stick headphones and like you can put a vr headset on or you can just do it on your computer screen and you go into like this virtual office and meet with your boss (laughs)
2: <laughs> I mean, is that just necessary? Like, it's just absolutely unnecessary. unnecessary like, the yeah, world yeah. is going mad, though, isn't it? It's
0: scary. Like, I that's know. the way things could go. It's, like, literally, like, you know the way, like, the way you used to make yourself, like, on the way. It's, like, you make your avatar and you just walk around
2: like. I know, literally. And that entertained us for it. Like, we thought this was peak technology, <laughs> yeah. you know? And, yeah, and then, not even I was watching a movie the other night. And I was like, how many times have I checked my phone through watching this yeah. movie? Like, our attention yeah. spans have got so bad, I think, too. And then you get your screen years.
0: time sent through every week and you're like oh shit I turned mine
2: off it was making me feel ashamed of the amount of time I was spending on my phone
3: but like, what what sort of stuff, like, do you notice does well for you on TikTok? Like, you just kind of make it more like lifestyle, like that, like, and you yeah. obviously have the YouTube as well.
2: So people are falling off the YouTube bandwagon, but I want to get back to doing that. Cause I like, it's the opposite of Instagram with YouTube. You can, you know, like show more of a full picture. Mm. Um, but yeah, I find like Northern Ireland content, like anything like Northern Ireland day in the life, Northern Ireland um, day, day or restaurants or whatever do well. And then there's a series, but you are a group of lads. So you won't have read Jacqueline Wilson books growing up probably. Um, <laughs> but it's a series that I did and it was basically um, like I read these growing up all the other girls did too and I went back and flicked through some of the books as an adult and the topics are so inappropriate but we would have been reading these books when we were like seven would have been so
3: what were, were these books i recognize <laughs> yeah. that author's name i was think my actually, sister used to it was
0: hard henry or something
3: not her no or like, <laughs>
0: she China, was China, definitely China worse
2: Hague. than horrid
0: henry China, like, i think but like the animation sort of things very like the of yes. her books. So i can sort of picture it like, i can picture
3: because like, my sister uh, Jacqueline wilson has definitely mm. popped into my head whenever you said that i can almost imagine like i you know, when you have one of them existential moments where you think you've seen something but you haven't? I can definitely picture, like, a box of books that yeah. my sister had.
2: Like, uh, pretty much every mainstream girl growing up probably did read them. Um, yeah. But I mean, like, kids being, like, abused and, like, teenage pregnancies and all the... What? And, like, oh. there was a book where a girl so ran away from home and hid, like, in her best friend's attic for, like, two months. And there was... The, it was actually mad, but... they're written in a way that as a kid like it completely goes over your head and i i mean i'm on part 24 or something now so i've rated 24 of these books and the series is doing really well but i get hate on tiktok people are like these are real life issues Blah. blah. i'm like i know like i do this for entertainment i think it's good that kids are aware that the world isn't you know like a perfect place but yeah there's
1: a difference in kids nowadays on from when we were growing up, like I, in terms yeah. of how woke they are,
2: like I stress so, <laughs> when, yeah. when you say it, what <laughs> you use mean by
1: term, Well, how it like clued into mm-hmm, yeah. What's
2: going on? I think they're so aware of everything with social media too. Yeah, and then I think like like when I have kids someday, like how do you protect them from that perception that they're just having shoved at them through social media? Like everyone is so filtered and. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And we, you know, like we just went outside. You know, <laughs> yes. and we weren't. played around the lamppost. It's not normal to have a glimpse into other people's lives twenty four seven and be compelled. Like it's we as humans. I'm just like we weren't created for this life that we now live. Mm-hmm. So it's no wonder there's so many. The mental amount health of content problems. that
3: kids consume now is unreal. Because like I talked to my girlfriend, her nephew and stuff is like like still primary school, like P six. Mm. And like I saw him even there, like last night he was out trick or treating and stuff, and we were out with them all. And he was like, "Do you watch like Mr. Beast? Do you watch this guy? Do you like what's your favorite YouTuber?" And I'm like, "Right." And he, was, I watch these videos, and I watch these videos as well. And I'm like, "No, I'm looking at, I'm going like, lad, I work." And he's probably been <laughs> <with laughs> me going like, yeah, i like, <laughs> like, Whenever I was younger, I'd have probably been looking at the person who I've more or less become and been like, "What an absolute dork." <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> no but I was even thinking there the other day I, like maybe bro is mad mod on SOS like he's like si- 16 now so like he, yeah. but I was even thinking I was driving to like Rushmare or something and I was like when, we were, when I was his age, like, I was going the like, Top Mall or something, like, there was no, like, ordering clothes online. Like, yeah. you probably could, but, like, I never would have been thinking, yeah, I'm going to order this online. Yeah, right. and I was he's
1: his age, I was going into GameStop and buying pre-owned games. Yeah.
0: Yeah. and yeah. he's, like, yeah. his own card and all that, I'm just like, this is mental. Yeah.
2: Do you know what Doesn't I mean? T- yeah. But, like,
3: do you, do you get proper comments now on TikTok people being, like, you shouldn't be doing that? Because TikTok's just, that's just TikTok now. Yeah. i just began to realise that TikTok, you could literally be a saint. And yes and yeah. someone's gonna find
2: something yeah like the Jacqueline Molson videos on every video it's like oh the privilege is shining through in this one she doesn't understand what the real world like. I'm like I am making these for entertainment purposes like I would literally like I would like my kids to read those books you know that's not the point but people are just and I've made so many explanation videos but people just they love to get a reaction they love to yeah, complain yeah. about things and find something to be offended over you know um, but yeah like even just general stuff like even my Northern Ireland content like, you get yeah. people saying, Oh, like, she's such a mild cult sticker. I'm like, Well, like, you don't know me, but, <laughs>
3: but people just do that because, like, a lot of people, I think, is now a game to get top like comment. hmm.
2: Yeah. Even that... like
3: Gidey's video there the other day where someone commented, Did you see that? No. <laughs> someone commented <laughs> on Gidey's video and was like, Uh, I will, I will, what, come for everyone you love or something? So <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just something. And he responded to it was like, right, mate. <laughs> he didn't. He wasn't like, yes, TikTok. He was like, no, TikTok. Like that, that's bad. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, but yeah. someone was literally like, I will ruin your life or something. People <laughs> huh? It's like,
2: why do you have so much hatred inside you? Like, yeah. you could have used that time to send a nice message yeah, to your exactly. mom or something, yeah. saying I love you. But, but it's no, it's funny
3: now. It's funny now. Like it's funny now. Like <laughs> I don't think it's funny
0: be thinking that no looking
3: um, Looking out for the guy and the user you you want to see more
0: people from here like doing like social media well I suppose not really social media but creating content and stuff
2: I think it's kind of isn't it that Northern Ireland mentality though that anyone that goes to do something like even like you guys doing this like Mm. anything a wee bit outside the box people just love to have an opinion and say it's cringy or like be negative about it but it's like at the end of the day like we're going places don't know where we're going, Nice, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, whenever
3: yeah. you know where we're going, you let us know. Well, no, but we're, we're going somewhere rather than yeah. just sitting on the phone and sending yeah.
2: hate. Um, but yeah, I, I think it is just a very Northern Ireland thing to just be negative whenever someone's doing something a wee bit different. Yeah. We
0: know. sort of saw that, chatted about Bernadette Haggins about this and we were sort of asked her, like, do you think there is like a lack of opportunity here in Northern Ireland because mm-hmm. of the way people are here? Like?
2: Yeah it's such a small place in general like even with presenting I mean there's like three or four stations yeah. I could go to and that's
0: it yeah, that's what she was saying She's like, like that's why a lot of people do go over to like the next yeah. thing I suppose there's two ways of
1: looking at it you could look at it as if oh there's not much opportunity because there's no real platforms to bring me up or you can look at it as as there's so much opportunity because there's no one really doing this space
3: yeah
2: yeah look versus, versus yeah. Yeah. seeing the issues
3: yeah. so are you going to do the whole it's Q Q Radio Q Radio, they had they had a wee place in the Tower Centre in Valamina
2: yeah they used to have like all like little tiny why? Radio I don't super, know he says he doesn't listen to lovers around 11 he actually exactly. tunes yeah. in every night yeah. Um, yeah they used to have like lots of like tiny stations throughout Northern Ireland but now it's just like the one big station in Belfast yeah, I, I
3: worked in the Tower Centre in Bell, I mean, and I always used to go by and there was someone in like recording,
2: Yeah. Like, how oh, stressful would that be so what well, it so it takes someone time for time me to long. open the door um, I've done the Christmas Market where people are walking past yeah. when you're doing a show how's that? <sighs> I feel like I would enjoy it now but I mean I'd been there about two weeks at the time so um, people are trying to make small talk with you but then in the back of my mind I'm like right I have 20 seconds and then I need to speak and I don't know what I'm doing but I like getting out and about and I would enjoy it now but at the time because I'd barely been there any amount of time suppose as
3: a radio presenter if you're at the Christmas markets or something you're probably interacting with the public so you're Mm -hmm. probably like right don't swear but I'm going to ask you like how your day is and it just takes (laughs) that one like old geezer or something from Northern Ireland where you're like how's your day and you get all these young people or they're like class like we're away to get airlocked like i want to it's just like well I've just come up from the day from brashane hey, um, exactly. And it's like five minutes in and he's and the price of cattle's went up through the roof <laughs> but That is. Just, and you're just sitting there going mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's exactly what i'm like because some presenters i think would have a good knack of being like right we're going to cut this off and move on and then they're like and what about the cattle <laughs> you know because i'm too polite to say right you yeah. need to leave i'm like we'll just drag another song in and then i'll listen to you your boss is your ringing
3: copies. you're like why are you advertising cattle <laughs> on our <laughs> station honestly yeah.
2: that would be me yeah
3: <laughs> are you staying at the markets
0: this year mm.
2: there have been talks we don't know officially what's happening yet um but fingers crossed i hope we're going to be doing things about belfast this christmas anyway
0: so and wha- would it be fast. like where do you have like a setup booth in the yeah, markets or we, what way does that work
2: um we used to have it was like like a wee chalet type thing so it was yeah. literally there and then they bring nearly like a portable studio and mics and stuff um so and then you can see people looking at you thinking are, are they like actually on the radio or is this person just sat here for the crack and yeah. then sometimes people just stop and look at you while you're trying to do a link live on it and yeah. then you don't know where to look it's like do you <laughs> smile really and make fun, awkward eye contact do you look at the ground so yeah we just had a wee random setup um at like one of the stalls as they would have you know like the food stalls or whatever it was just like that but just for radio
0: so possibly watch out for Q radio Fingers that's that's not that's
2: awesome.
3: at the christmas markets Get ready for it. Who like? Would it just be you doing that, or like, would it be a one man band, or would it be like you and a, a couple of other people?
2: Yeah. So the, I don't know what they're doing. That if we are even at the Christmas market, but a couple of years ago when they did it, it was just like as each show. You know, instead of doing their show in the studio on a Saturday, the whole day, like the shows were just done from the Christmas market. Mm -hmm. which was cool. And then my first one, my second one, um, I arrived at the Christmas market and the queue crew that kind of sets things up, they weren't there because they got stuck in traffic. So I had to run through Belfast and do it like from the studio and then run back and, oh, stressful. Yeah.
3: So I think we'll sort of wrap this up sort of soon, but one thing I want to kind of ask that you sort of said about the whole work experience Mm -hmm. thing and sort of you seem like someone who's just kind of like, just do the thing. Like what... What sort of advice would you have for anybody who was say if there's someone listening who's like oh I wouldn't mind getting into like even anything like presenting or whatever would you have like advice in terms of because you're very do you do you drop out of uni or
2: no I finished uni finished it <laughs> um yes yeah, so but I was doing work experience the whole way through uni whenever mm-hmm. I was home um but I would just say <sighs> pushy is probably the wrong word but. Yeah, essentially do be pushy to be honest with you because you if you want work experience or you want to make connections there's so many people that do reach out and you can't physically have that many people in so you know a station manager or a presenter might not reply to you but if you message again or you message again and actually back things up by you know as well as asking to get a foot in the door you know like send demos or be like is yeah. there anything i could do whether it's you know like tech up in or like editing audio for you or doing any like any yeah. way you can get your foot in the door and then when they see you and see you're passionate then that could maybe like lead to the next thing mm. so and use any ways that you can, you know, like message on social media or email and everyone hates ringing, but I actually rang and it helps cause yeah. it's harder to say no to someone on the phone. Yeah. So I think
0: that's something like might, might stand out now. Cause like I think just everyone's email now. Like exactly. nobody, even when you say to someone, oh, will you ring there? Like they're like, oh my God, can I not just email them? Mm. So like maybe phone call? Radio. That happened us the other day.
3: Send that, was, <laughs> that happened us the Oh my gosh. Victoria, mad crack. We were, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> and we were about to wrap we it up were, here. Tell us the best. I mean, we finished it here. We were sitting and we'd ordered something off just eight. And um it was like 20 minutes late. And mm. I was sitting and I was like, Lucinda, ring that, and she was like, Ring? And I was like, <laughs> Yeah, ring them through. Oh, I've sent a message on the app. I said like, Yeah, 12 minutes ago. Ring. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't see you ring Ross, like, I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure about what. I said, give me the phone. And she was like, I just don't know if I want to, like, ring. And I said, like, our food is 20 minutes late. <laughs> my stomach thinks my throat's cut, Ross. Ring really the mad. damn people. And she was just like, I just don't know how I feel about ringing. <laughs> How do you not know how you feel about ringing? I love her.
2: No, that's such a vibe because there's something terrifying about making a phone call these days. But if you can get past that, how impressive. Imagine if someone wanted to be on your podcast and they kept sending emails and you're just like, "Mm." but then if they actually like, they ring you. I'm coming on your podcast. Dedication. (laughs) Yeah.
3: (laughs) My, I don't have a fear of ringing people. I just have a fear of answering sometimes does what? that make sense no i don't have like if oh, i yeah. wanted so say if i wanted to contact you today say if we're sitting here and you're 15 minutes late i'd probably be like right i'm just gonna like and if i seen on instagram you were active i'd be like right i'm gonna just ring her she like it's easier than, yeah <laughs> whereas like i find sometimes whenever people phone me i have that existential crisis <laughs> where i'm sitting there for like two seconds going like what could they possibly like you rung me the other day and i was like halfway during like doing something for work and i say what does he want? And in the back of my head, I'm like, what if there's something wrong? What if something's happened? <laughs> I don't have a fear of ringing. I just have a fear of answering now.
1: I sort of get that too, but it's not the same. It's like if someone's ringing me, like if I'm in work or something, like I'm sitting in work on my own on the mm-hmm. computer, and it's like, I can't answer. I'm so busy here. Like, like <laughs> You know, I, yeah. I can't take this call right now. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm off the eyeballs right now. Like, can't take it like no 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 you one there with you like her,
3: right? ah, what do you want I'm so busy here <laughs> flat out
1: and he's sitting on the feet I'm drinking a coffee or something <laughs> Stress me out
3: but um maybe we'll, we'll we'll point people in the direction of your show. so if you if you want to listen to Q Radio Cupid, B- B- Cupid. Why, I feel like we're about to
2: burst out laughing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> excuse me lovers around 11 should not be slept on it's a vibe but uh, yeah 10 at night um, until 1 in the morning on weeknights and you can hear me do the the lovers around 11 voice. we slow it down
3: Why? what is it like, what? no I'm
2: not doing it because I give myself the ick <laughs> like, I don't listen back to any of my shows and what
0: about TikTok and Instagram where do people find you
2: oh uh, yeah at underscore Victoria Quinn on both of them
0: Okay, there you go. There you go. Go thanks follow. For thanks and for coming on.
2: Thank you for having me. I was all pleasure when you messaged me because I already like followed and watched your content. So, <laughs> thanks. Problem.
3: No problem at all. Nice. No, well, we'll get you back on some other time. And uh, if we're roaming about the Christmas markets, so maybe we come up and I need to send you in a voice note.
2: You do that do. needs to
3: happen can i advertise on <laughs> q radio like can i send them <laughs> and be like can i do my lovers at 11 voice could i be like hi hey, it's ross here from here's the Crack podcast
2: do you know what radio stations love getting a fat fee out of people for any advertising <laughs> <Yeah>. so <laughs> probably but you know you can say your name without here's the crack if it was up to me i would let you say here's the crack
3: but yeah i'll chance it anyway and see sure it. you can edit <laughs> it oh, <laughs> they can come at me if they want they're not gonna get much dough from me like but here we'll try but yeah thanks very much for coming on
2: thanks for having me